Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. This is Dina Parisi, 2015 IHRA Pro Mod World Champion. I am Fiona Forbes. Hi, this is Jody Emery of Cannabis Culture and Pot TV. Hey, I'm drummer Matt Chamberlain. Hello, this is Melissa Etheridge. Hi, this is Taylor Leanne Chandler, Michael Phelps' ex-girlfriend. Hey, it's Rex Brown. Seaball in the house, and you are listening to the Toddcast here on CKDJ, the hits of your life. Do you have one of those friends who will chirp off about pretty much anything and everything, and most of the time they're bang on? For me, that's our longtime sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila, speaking for Joe Average, ranting his way through sports, lifestyle, entertainment, pop culture, politics, pretty much whatever comes to his mind. This week, you'll hear his latest in-studio visit. Joining Tequila is Vancouver writer and artist Kelly Brack, a solid dude in his own right and with big things, might I add, on the horizon in 2020, as you'll hear in the full interview. Coming up in just a few minutes in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, no effect singer Fat Mike talks U.S. politics and whether he'd start up another one of those punkvoter.com campaigns that he did. It's brought to you by ProTech Welding, Steel Fabrication, North Shore here in Vancouver. You can find them online as well through protechwelding.com. First, let's get to this first guest of three, this week's musical guest, former Slayer drummer and current Suicidal Tendencies, Dead Cross, Mr. Bungle, the Misfits drummer, Dave Lombardo. Brought to you by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. You can find them at 579 Dunsmuir, downtown Vancouver. As mentioned, you'll know Dave best from his time with Slayer. He played on nine of their studio albums, widely recognized and considered one of the best thrash drummers all time on the planet. Drummer World named him the godfather of double bass. Dave's no longer in Slayer. But he's busier than ever, as mentioned, playing in Suicidal Tendencies, Dead Cross, Mr. Bungle, The Misfits. And on top of that, he recently scored the music for Los Altimos Fricus, a documentary about a Cuban heavy metal band called Zeus. Not sure how he finds the time to do all this stuff, but somehow he does. Pretty incredible career. It's a super inspiring conversation with one of the best thrash drummers alive. You can hear the full talk right now at our iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud pages. Search out Toddcast Podcast. In the meantime, here's 10 minutes with former Slayer and current Suicidal Tendencies, Mr. Bungle, The Misfits, and Dead Cross drummer, Dave Lombardo. The Toddcast Podcast. Let's get into this scoring the film. How... How does this compare or how does this differ to recording an album with Slayer, with Dead Cross? There's no comparison. There's no comparison. It's this is totally different animal. Um, you're, you're writing alone. You're creating, uh, you know, soundscapes and textures and moods and uh, melodies that... Um, that that the film is, is calling for, you know, you you uh, it's a whole different approach. The you know, in a band situation, you know, you take the opinions of every member of the band, and uh, you know, you 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 create a body of work, and uh, and the, you know, obviously the uh, instrumentation is totally different. Um, you know, in this film, I didn't have to write any heavy uh metal-esque style of music uh this was this was straight up i had to focus on creating 
you know, Cuban music and also some string sections in the more, you know, uh, dramatic and emotional parts of the movie. And uh, I had to bring piano in and, you know, several other instruments as well as, you know, like I said, percussion. Mm-hmm. You're almost uh, at that point for film uh, scoring a film, you're almost in charge of setting a mood almost. Yes. Yes. So they would send me, uh, you know, clips of the film. I, I still haven't seen the entire film. I, I think I want to wait until I see it in a theater, Right. but they would send me clips. Uh, I think it range. I, I receive it between 30 and 40 cues, uh, that I had to write music for. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it was a challenge. Uh, oh, I bet. But it, it, it was definitely worth it. I don't know how the hell I did it or completed it because I was juggling touring with Dead Cross, touring with uh, uh, Suicidal and doing shows with the Misfits, with rehearsals with Misfits. Wow. And, you know, personal life and, and mm-hmm. Everything spending else. time in an airport. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but... You wow. know, focusing and and uh, with determination and you know, just passion. You just go forth and and get it done. And start to finish. How long does a project like that take? Will you do it again? I don't know how long it actually took, but he contacted me in two thousand uh, December two thousand seventeen, or possibly November. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave me the heads up that the film is about done and we're ready uh, to start on the music. And uh, I didn't finish it uh, until probably 10 or 11 months later. Mm. You know, we had time, so I was able to do my touring and then come back, work on it, go back out on tour. Yeah, so there's a lot of sporadic, uh, um, you know, work on this, but uh, we seem to have made it work. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Mm. I loved it. I love. I enjoyed the process. You know, some musicians find it a little unnerving when the director or producer tells you, hey, I don't like this part. You know, yeah. come up with something else. And for me, I find it challenging. Oh, okay, sure. You know, have any ideas, any suggestions? He'll then give me some suggestions. I'll go back to work and then deliver it. Perfect. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it was, it was like that. And I would imagine that when like you're saying you're, you're working on some of the project and then you'd go out and you'd tour with, you know, Dead Cross or whoever it was. And then you come back to that piece that you were working on. I would think that that would be, you know, you get a little bit of a, a of a fresh take on that. And like, maybe it didn't work. Maybe it does work. Maybe you, you've thought about that, that project in that interim come back and it's mm-hmm. it's fresh again almost yes it, it, it was like that and, and i appreciated you know the moments that i was able to leave because otherwise you know if you spend too much time on something uh on a project you, you develop tunnel vision totally and you it doesn't uh doesn't help you breathe in, in any way you're just you know overwhelmed by the project so leaving and returning was helpful and and like you said it was it was definitely a fresh take on what i was working on mm-hmm. and there were times where i would come back and say you know what i really don't like that you know hey piece number 22 yeah uh 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to send you another one cause I went back and listened to it and it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. So here's another one and they would accept it. And, uh, so it was, it was a, it was good. And I, I, like I said, I would do it again. Yeah. Very, very interesting, man. Very cool. Dave, I, I, I do want to respect your time. I told you I was be maybe 15, 20 minutes with you. We're getting up there. Uh, is it cool if I snag maybe another 10 with you? Absolutely. Okay. I, I want to kind of get outside of music and of course, you know, what you're known for. We'll get to know you a little bit more here. What are you binge watching lately? When you find the time, if you find the time, what are you watching personally? Um, <laughs> dead files. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm watching, you know, ghost stories. Um, I just saw La Llorona on the plane the other night. I really like horror movies, yeah. but you know, the, the tasteful ones. I, I can't, I can't tolerate, you know, cheesy flicks in the first 15 minutes. If you don't get me, I'm on to the next, you know, I'm just, I'm just like that. So, you know, uh, basically just, you know, movies like that, programs like that. I don't really binge watch because I find myself uh, drawn to to music. So when I'm watching something, um, I'm actually not paying too much attention to dialogue. What I'm paying attention to more is the music. <laughs> and I find that sometimes... Not very helpful when, when, you know, your wife, oh, let's, let's sit and watch a movie, you know, and you're sitting there listening to it, and you're like, uh, I just had an idea. i got to go back upstairs, you know? And, <laughs> totally. And you're like, okay, well, have fun. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'll come back down, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes later. How's the movie? <laughs> you know, she'll give me the synopsis, and I'm like, great, I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know... Man, I, I just uh, music is just—it's my life, and yeah. and any and meet in different mediums, different bands. The variety of work that I do is very satisfying to my character and my nature. You know, it's just uh, you know my iPod, uh, you know, or, or iTunes is it's just there. You would be surprised you know, on the different styles. I bet. And, you know, it's, um, it's just, you got to love all music, man. Yeah. You know, otherwise you pigeonhole yourself and it's, yeah, I don't, it's I don't get not the, a good. I don't get people that are like, oh, I don't like that. Cause I don't like that genre. Like good music's good music, music, you know, yeah. Yeah. there's something about me. It, it, it literally heals people. It does. It does. And I find it, uh, uh very healing in a lot of ways. And, and uh, soothing, totally. and sometimes even the most the simplest melodies just puts you in this, uh, you know, kind of euphoric place. Like, wow, that that is it's a beautiful piece. Yeah, you know, and when it when it pulls it, I'm not talking like vocal music. I'm talking like you know instrumental, you know, instrumentals when you know composers could could pull at your heartstrings. And it's like, oh my God, you know, this piece just, you know, just crushed me, it, you know, in a good way. It just yeah. felt so good. Yeah, yeah. And, and then some music is just plain right disturbing, but not <laughs> disturbing in a bad way, in a good way, you know, where it's, man, this makes me, you know, I, I feel like I'm growing demonic wings. 
yeah. or something just by listening to this. Like you know? there's something I eerie that. about that, uh, yeah, that tone or whatever it is, the vibe of that music. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And so, yeah, like you say, there's, there's good in all styles of music. Yeah. Are you a big conspiracy guy? Do you believe aliens have visited Earth? Yeah, exactly. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Aliens, man, they're out there. How do you think we got here, man? There's a missing link. Something, Something's missing between man and animal, you know, or, or man and ape. So I, I feel possibly an alien came down, fucked an ape, and created humans. There you go. <laughs> not only that but also that, like my the, conclusion man. just the jump you know. in like you know we're like cave dwellers and then suddenly we're building pyramids like overnight right. yeah yeah just, you know, not even cave dwellers because there's still before cave dwellers there's no there's no no link between human and animal there's a, there's a missing mm-hmm. there's a missing part yeah. you know and uh, who knows i don't know Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. Check them out at 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver.
And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. When you think back over your life, there's probably never been a time when NoFX wasn't around. They formed in 1983. They're still going strong today, close to 40 years later. They're from Los Angeles. They've never signed to a major label, yet they've sold over 8 million albums worldwide. Insane success for an indie band. Their singer, Fat Mike, called up to be a guest, and we got into it. We talked Barbara Streisand, of all people, binge-watching Black Mirror and Billions, gambling and backgammon. We compared Star Wars and Star Trek. He shared a near-death experience story. We talked about our mutual love of comic book movies like Endgame. He talked about seeing the cars back in the day and learning about the Ramones at summer camp. And stop me if you've heard this before, Fat Mike talked about whether he'd ever do something like he did in the past with punkvoter.com. No. Uh, because I, I did a year and a half of really hard work. I did my, I did my civil service, my public service, and uh, we fought the good fight, and that was a, a tough, tough loss the year we did it. But uh, now you can't, fighting against Trump is useless. You can't, if someone is, is a Trump supporter, there's no arguing. Right. There's no debate. There isn't. So it's really a waste of time. Uh, but I, I do want to go into public speaking, though, because I, uh, I'm very comfortable doing that. And, and I, I talk to people a lot, and I seem to help people a lot, too, with my attitude on life. And uh, so I'm interested in doing that. Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by ProTech Welding, a CWB certified steel fabrication shop in North Vancouver and online at ProTechWelding.com. Fire in my heart 
is Small Town Artillery and a new song for them, The Birds Up North Are Braver. And before COVID-19 hit, they were touring Western Canada. Maybe you caught them playing the show here in Vancouver at the Rickshaw Theatre earlier on in the month. A great band. And once things pick up again, no doubt you'll be able to see these guys on the road. And if you can make it to one of their shows, make the effort to be there. A great live band. 
played you Chase the Bear, and their song was Colors. They were scheduled to headline a podcast show, in fact, this Friday, downtown Vancouver at the Railway on March 27th. But since the coronavirus has shut down the world, that has been postponed. If you grab tickets for the show, get a refund through myshowpass.com, and sorry for the inconvenience. Speaking of live music, you can normally find info for all of our shows and a bunch more with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. Bunch of great shows, always happening. Something's always happening in our city. You just got to dig around a little bit and find it. Make sure to get out there, support the scene. Brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studio, the indie scene. 40 years experience in the music industry. Find them through mysticrhythms.ca. Coming up later on in the podcast, in Listen to This, Winnipeg Blue Bombers linebacker Adam Bighill talking about Metallica's Through the Never movie and being on hand while they were filming one of those shows. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV repair and service, ICBC accredited. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. First, let's get to the second of three Toddcast guests this week, our sporting guest. It's our longtime resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila. Brought to you by Block E Media. Grow your business online. Social media marketing, digital advertising, and a lot more. Keep up with them through blockemedia.com. Tequila has been ranting on the Toddcast since we launched in January 2015. If you listen to me during my time doing the afternoon show at 99.3 The Fox in Vancouver between 2002 and 2014, he was a regular guest for probably about six or seven of those years, like two, three times a month kind of thing he'd, he'd call up. So we're talking around 12 years of trash talk at this point, you name it, sports, music, lifestyle, politics, mostly sports though, but he has been having a chirpy opinion about most things and he's not afraid to let fly. In fact, I was told to tame him down during my time in radio And since I'm the boss, the host, the booking agent, the social media marketer, the janitor of this podcast, I really don't censor him at all and just kind of let him have at. The full conversation in studio is definitely worth hearing. You can search that out right now through Toddcast Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Till you hear that, here's 10 minutes with our resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila. The Toddcast Podcast. But the Canucks, everyone screaming about green and like green. I don't know. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a fan of green when we got him. But now he seems to like. I wouldn't like. We shouldn't be in panic mode that we want to fire the coach. There's a couple <laughs> game losses. Of, all of Vancouver's just fucking going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Calling for green, calling for Benning, but Benning's made they some good are, trades. Though. Like look at this Toffoli guy. He's look, done some. Incredible he's done work. some great fucking four goals. Whatever he's got already. Yeah. JT Miller. All oh, the Vancouver media. All oh, they said no. Another horrible trade. Horrible trade. JT Miller, leading scorer of the Vancouver Canucks. He's beating uh, Patterson. He's got like 60, 68 points. And um, wow. But like the fans, what the fans got to think about? If first round pick, yeah, you, you don't want to be giving away those too many times, right? But first round pick. That pick for 2020 or 2021, by the time that player gets in the NHL, we're talking like three to five years. So right. we're getting a guy right now that's helping put us in the playoffs right today, which is the goal. You want to make the playoffs. Right. Doesn't matter if you get bounced in the first round. People say, oh, what the fuck's the point of making playoffs? You're just going to get bounced. Fuck, you want to get yeah, to the but- playoffs to get that experience. You feel, even if you feel the loss, you get... Oh, you get fired up, summer training. Those guys are going hard. Fuck that. You we're going to get harder. those guys. Yeah. And they want it more. Right? Look at the 2011 Vancouver Canucks. 
right? Look at how many times lost against Chicago. And then finally they just said, fuck this, we got to do something. And they finally beat them, right? right? This team isn't that far off from that. Like all these picks are starting to hit now. Quinn Hughes, look at this guy. This guy's like, oh, Hughes. he could be like the next wow. Bobby Orr. Look how good this skater this kid is. He, he really is our, He's our team. He's really good, man. He really like, looks good. Despite those two losses over this past weekend, the, our team yeah, really does Yeah, he's still good. He, and he should have been on the ice more last night. Right. Right? What do you sit in your... He is our best defenseman. The kid's our best defenseman, hands down. Right. Even offensively and defensively, he's still getting the puck. Right. Right? He should be on the ice in the, the last couple of minutes. He's sitting on the bench and you got a couple other bums out there, like even Edler. So, but anyhow, like like I was saying about Vancouver Canucks last year, this was only going to be one more year of pain, which was last year. That's right. what I said last year. It was, you did. In fact, right? if, I, you know, if I had my shit together, I, <laughs> I could probably even find you saying so, that. I do notice how I am wearing the garb. That's what Dude, you're, you're saying. you're fully decked out, wearing man. You the got garb. the jersey, you got the ball cap. And when did we last roll. wear the garb? Nobody has been wearing anything the last five years because it's been painful. You know, I do rock my Canucks ball cap still. I still rock. I got the uh, same style as you, except for it's black. Well, still a fan, even though those five years were rough. Like, I'm always a fan. I love the Canucks no matter what. True fan will always stay. But it was painful. Yeah. You know, you didn't really tune. You weren't rushing to go tune into the game to know that they were going to get killed. Especially with guys like Jason Magna and all these, like, (laughs) Willie Desjardins coaching. Like, awful. Absolute Mm -hmm. awful crap. Now... Uh, Banning's put us in position with these important players he's brought in that mm-hmm. all of a sudden, fuck, boom, we ain't just rebuilding now. We're fucking going to go for it. Mm-hmm. So, and even look the next two years, we still got two young snipers still, still coming. This Niles Hoglander kid, mm-hmm. he's the guy who's scoring those lacrosse style goals where they pick up the puck and they just dump it in the net. He's got like three of them this year. That guy's going to be in the Vancouver Canucks next year. That's pretty awesome. And even the Russian sniper, the first round pick from last year, yeah, he's going to be in the lineup. Well, you start taking away those so, those uh, salaries, and you start opening up, uh, you know, the playing field, and yes. the, to pick and choose and pick, you know cherry pick some of these key players, right? Well, especially on on uh, entry level contracts, that's how you win. You got you have your big salary players, the Pedersen or whoever. They, they, they make the, all the salaries and then you got to surround them with entry level players that actually do something. Right. So you get guys like, look at Hughes. And watch what, him shine. What's Hughes making? Hughes is making 900 grand a year. Look what he's doing. So that's what you need. A couple more guys like that. He's doing that because he knows when he does it like that, <laughs> that that number is changing. <laughs> he knows he's going to get 10 to 15 million a season yeah. when his contract's up. That's all, why. All of those guys, yeah. you know, they all play like, with, you know, like they should. And especially like, in contract years, they always play as best. They always they play can. as, yeah. but man, they should yeah. always play like. They that. should always play like play that. Yes. For it. Yeah, and no, you're I, I get it. Millions of dollars, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, and that's what they were. That was the knock against uh, Toffoli there uh, because he was in a contract year. He's really trying, but he look what team he was on. He was on LA. They did win the Stanley Cup, but he's, he had tough years too. Like last couple of years have been shit. Right. So he's still going to try, right? So of course, look what happens. He gets put with some good players, and he turns out to be a sniper. And just to think that we got Brock Besser still coming. Right. On top of don't, that. Don't forget right? about don't that. Don't forget about that guy. That guy's right. still, before he got hurt, 16 goals and he was barely playing, right? So right. he's still coming back, right? But what happens, hey, what happens, a big question to Canuck fans, what happens if they don't make the playoffs this year? Oh, what are the chances? Like these final 17 games, like guaranteed they're not going, they're going to the 17 games, we've got a homestand, we're going to make the playoffs this year. Have faith in this team. I uh, know they'll get they back. if they don't make the playoffs. If they don't, what's going to happen? Well, I guess and, I'll start watching hockey again next year. <laughs> Seriously, well, I'm one of those guys, man. I'm not like I don't fuck around. I want te- I want a Canadian team to win. If the Canucks yes. are out, I won't watch. I won't watch the finals anymore. I don't care what, well, of course, what game of course. it is. And, and ultimately, I just want a Canadian team to win. Even though there's you know 
majority of American teams have the majority of them are Canadian players. Yes. I yeah. still want a Canadian a team, team to, win. Yeah. to win. As long as it's not Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, <laughs> Edmonton, Ottawa, Winnipeg. As long as it's none as of those teams, those guys. yeah, then we're okay. Oh, right? man. Because I fucking hate all of them. Even though they're Canada's team, I, I don't like them. Dude, let's, uh, let's hit a few topics here. I have a few things yeah. written down that I want to get your thoughts on. Of course, you know I love going beyond sports with you, man. Are you worried about protesters? the corruption? You want to hit the you want to hit the protesters? All right, sure. Hit, hit, what are what are your thoughts on the protesters? Uh, come on, fuck, come on. Okay, so what are they doing? They're burning tires now on the. Like, what are you doing? Like that's good for the environment. These fucking protesters going there doing that, right? And then this girl protester, uh, she's been like. She's like the spokesman of these protests going around here, like the ones Spokes that block person. Clark. Spokes Spokesperson. Person. Right. Right. Talking about all oh, the indigenous lands, this and that. She's not even indigenous. She's not even from Canada. And she's a paid fucking right. protester ramping up all our people here. Come on. I know. I, I Come saw, on. Saw a mutual friend of ours, Kyle, had mentioned something on Facebook, um, you know, a comment to one of the articles from CBC or whatever it was. And he, he's like, you know, why is she even here? Why like, is she you, here? W- what the hell's going on? This is bullshit. Like, and you know what? Look at our our election. Outside forces are in, having input on our election. And now this has all come to fruition because all these p- protests that are going on, they're paid by U.S. companies that are doing this. Mm. The Canadian government should have some balls and say, fuck you. Mm. You're done. Get the fuck off the train tracks. I got to go to work. Get the fuck off the road. Right. Well, next right? time Trudeau's on the podcast, I'll fucking let him know. <laughs> like I get, I get. I get the, 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 uh, I'm not a green person, but I, I, I get it. We, we do, we need, can't chop down trees. We need these trees, right. To, to absorb all this carbon monoxide or whatever, greenhouse gases. We gotta, I'm totally on board for that, but it's gotta be at a reasonable pace. You can't shut down the country and expect all of us just to drive fucking electric cars. Like I would love to, if I had 90 grand, I'll drive your fucking electrical car and you know what I mean? Make sure that there's uh, ch- uh, charger stations all over the place. Right. But in due process, you know what I mean? Let's not shut down the economy. That's just screwing everyone. What about Honest Joe that's got to feed three kids? Right. He's just trying to get to work. You're stopping this guy. What does that have to do with, you know, protest the gas company? All you want. I'm with you. Protest the government. That's it. Don't block the fucking streets. Right. Right. What are you doing? I'll support you, but you're going to lose my fucking support. You do that. Now I just want to run your fucking ass over. Pulling shit like that. You pulling shit like that. People, honest people just got to go pay their tax. We're paying our taxes going towards fucking your lazy ass to protest. You fucking scumbags. Bite the hand that feeds. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If my kid's in the car and there's an emergency, I'll run the fuckers over. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't care if there's an emergency. I got my kid in the back car. Get the fuck out of the way. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? I'll run you. I got a little Hyundai Veloster. Fuck it. I'll probably damage the car. (laughs) (laughs) But still, as long as you get a piece of their ass, those yeah. fucks. Make sure you're uh, vo- volume 12 <laughs> as you're like plowing through, right? Love your earth. We're still, we still love our earth. Coronavirus. Wow. That, that's a. Are you worried? Well, that's, that's, I make my kid wash his hands as we get home. I've always been wash. I've been on washing my hands for years. I've taken the sky train lots of times. People are touching the pole. Yep. You know what I mean? The people didn't wash their hands after they took a dump and then they get on the sky train and they're touching the pole. I'm not touching that fucking pole. No. Right. So coronavirus is, is just that. Man. And then they put their yeah. hands in their face, yeah, you're touching rub your face. their eyes. Like, yeah. how did I get pink eye? Oh. Well, the masks, if they want to wear the mask, I'm not opposed to it. Cause I guess if he coughed, are you going to get this thing? 
if you're near so if, if you're near the person at direct cough so yeah i get i get the mask am i gonna wear one i'm not gonna wear that fucking mask you see that lady had the uh the the bottle the water bottle over her head no i didn't and see the that kid yeah had a fucking mm. water bottle that was sealed up wow yeah and <laughs> like dramatic so, so she wears that like all the time well, like 24 7 picture she was on the train i don't know if it was here it was somewhere but yeah, that. that but, uh, but yeah, you got. If you got oh kids, you always God. worry about that stuff. There's so many illnesses. I've seen so many illnesses just from bringing my kid home from school. Right. He wasn't sick when we went there. Right. He goes to bed early. We feed him. We're playing, and fucking wham, he's sick. He got that from school. So this shit spreads like wildfire. So right. Look at Japan. They're closing schools there. They ain't taking no chance, right? That's right. But it's concerning. Hopefully, the government's doing something. Yeah, I think that uh, even some bands are stopping from their tours in Asia and Big stuff. And Green Day, yep. I think, was the, yep. the band for that. And uh, you can't blame them though, really. Like you know, well, but where, at the same where, time, where like this, where fuck, did this man. come from? Like, like there was a story that people are eating bats and eating all sorts of weird stuff. Like some of these, I guess, in China, right where they they have their markets, They're open where they market sell, and stuff. They actually sell animals. They sell animal live animals live that animals. they can butcher right there for right. you, so it's fresh, right. right? So you got all that contamination that's not being cleaned up, right? And eating, like, who the fuck eats bats? But you know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of, you know, poor hygiene. Right. Is, and the shit just spreads like wildfire. But I, I heard in Korea, there was a there was a fellow, I'm not sure if it was South Korea or North Korea. I'm pretty sure it was probably North Korea. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a fellow was on quarantine in his house, mandatory quarantine. He, he had the COVID virus or whatever. He went to the store. He had to get some milk or something. <laughs> they shot him dead. Wow. Yeah, for leaving. So that's so serious to take it over there. Sounds north. (laughs) Sporting guests of the Toddcast podcast are brought to you by Block E Media Inc. Digital marketing plans and solutions done for you and done with you. Online at blockemedia.com. I want it. I need it. Too much ain't enough for me yet. When I see it. There's no turning round No stalling, snowballing One down and the next one calling I'm all in, there's no stopping now I want it, I need it Too much ain't enough for me yet when I see it, there's no turning round No stalling, snowballing One down and the next one calling I'm all in, there's no stopping now Bye.
Now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. You'll know CFL football player Adam Bighill as a linebacker for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. When he was a guest of the podcast, he was still playing for the BC Lions. Shortly after that, he went on to play in the NFL, played with the New Orleans Saints, on again, off again in their active roster. It was no surprise to see that Adam asked to be released from the team. And he came back storming to the CFL. Originally, it was a one-year deal with the Blue Bombers in 2018. He finished that season as the Blue Bombers nominee for the most outstanding player. He was named to the CFL All-Star team and was ultimately named the CFL's most outstanding defensive player. He's since signed a three-year, $750,000 deal, making him the highest paid defensive player in the CFL. And when Adam called up, we talked about the players on the BC Lions roster that he wouldn't want to play against. We got into superpowers and the one that he'd want to have. He mentioned the shows that he was binge-watching at the time, Sherlock and Breaking Bad. He shared how hard it was to stay healthy playing pro football, the differences of playing coaching styles over the years. And Adam talked about seeing Metallica when they were filming footage for their Through the Never movie. Listen to this. Um, you know, my first concert, um, I never really been to many concerts because I always found myself so busy and sp- and, and with football and different sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to catch uh, the Metallica concert up here, I believe it was two years ago when they came to film, uh, you know, part yes. of their new movie. Did you yeah. catch the Monday night where they stopped the songs mid-performance and they were kind of getting different camera angles, or did you catch the actual full-on concert? I caught the uh, the day before. Uh, uh, it was probably a Saturday, this yeah. Saturday. Ridiculously cool, man. Yeah, the show was great. Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
Now that is a fun song. It's called Sick of It from the band Crash Rebels. And a month from today, assuming that live venues are back open again, on Friday, April 24th, they will be playing at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe as part of the Toddcast podcast, Friday Nights, Volume 33, Showcore, Under the Mountain, and Crash Rebels. Tickets are 10 bucks in advance. They're 15 bucks if you wait, if you snooze, if you roll the dice for the door. Show starts at 9 o'clock. It will go late. It's going to be a great night. If you want to make sure you get in, don't snooze. Grab a ticket right now. Pledge your Redwoods and their song No Stoppin' Now as they were supposed to play a show for the podcast this Friday, the 27th. Again, at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe, the Toddcast Podcast, Friday nights, volume 32. But that has been postponed. We'll reschedule once things turn back to quote-unquote normal again. All right, Todd's Trolls is coming up in just a bit. That's the stupid, the mean, the hurtful, but really it's the funny things to what you see and what you post online. This week, Pearl Jam, the live action Mulan, and the LPGA's first major of the year bask in that white hot spotlight. It's powered by Good Times Gin and Tonics. Put the GTs back in the G&T. Find them at goodtimesdrinks.com. They're all over Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Trolls is coming up. First, our final guest of episode 219 is Vancouver writer and artist Kelly Brack, this week's entertainment guest. If you want to be inspired, check out Kelly's Instagram account, Brack Comics, or his Twitter account, at Noir Comics. No surprise, his style of art is noir. He's naturally gifted as well, as you'll hear in the full interview, to the point of pissing people off. Told Kelly we'd need about maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Meanwhile, I think we hit uh, just over the hour mark in total in studio. He's an easy guy to hang out with, easy guy to talk to, and he's poised for something big in 2020. Lots of things on the burners for this kid. The full talk is now posted at our iTunes and Spotify SoundCloud pages. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Till then, here's 10 minutes with writer and artist Kelly Brack. The Toddcast Podcast. What takes up more of your time than what you think? Like, is it the writing? Is it the artistry? Like, what's eating up the writing? Yeah, the writing for sure. Because I think, like, for me, it was I. I was born with artistic ability for. That's going to piss off so many fucking people. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, But it was like it was the case for me. I just picked up a pencil and I, I knew how to do it. The writing though was where the passion was always like the storytelling the world building okay um the putting the piece together the emotional drive of like the character direction and stuff interesting um there's some you know what though and who was it as a kid that kind of got you that way bat oh batman 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 for sure yeah the the animated series Right. And then around that time. I think that's right behind you, actually. Is it the one right there uh, in the little cubby hole there? Yeah, the... that's it. That's yeah. It. Yeah, that was that was my show, man. Uh, amazing. Yeah. I think I might know one of the guys that did one of the voices in that. Oh. Uh, if you hand me the box and see, I'll see if I can, uh, if it. Yeah. It, so is Batman your favorite uh, superhero then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Landslide? Yeah. Who's, who's after Batman then? Oh, fuck. Right? It's, it's going to be a... Uh... Um, oh, and I don't know if I'm not a choice, but Swamp Thing. Probably. Swamp Thing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Alan wow. Moore's Alan Swamp Moore. Swamp Thing collection is like by far my favorite writing of all time. And what is it do you think about Alan Moore's writing that grabs you so much? 
because same for me one of my favorites yeah he's fucking amazing right um he is amazing i don't know it's just so different like i i'm a big fan of hp lovecraft mm. how he like inserts that of... that horror um like very panic stricken type of mentality to his writing so alan moore he's so poetic like he writes in poeticism it's amazing yeah it really is what's his best work then the watchman uh R- renowned by like the masses well yeah uh, sure watchman uh in my opinion swamp thing yeah and i'm a big fan of like i would put v for vendetta over watchman right little i'm one mm. of the very few and right. the one percent of yeah. the world but um but yeah he's he's fucking great yeah but uh what about you what's uh you're a spider-man guy right uh i like spider-man no i'm a, a x-men X Men was the one that really kind of grabbed me. It was like right around uh, for me, grade four, grade five, and I had a few buddies who were collecting pretty hardcore, and uh, you know, and it kind of just got sucked into the world. Hey, go home and read this, uh, you know, comic. It's about this superhero team, and it's got a guy that's made of metal, and there's guys that has claws, and a guy that shoots lasers out of his eyes, and like, what? That sounds badass. Just sounds like somebody's really bad or good, like acid trip or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's creativity all over the X-Men. Um, so that's kind of what got me, I guess, into comics was like, you know, just kind of geeking out with buddies and still present day, man. I'm 46 years old. I still love comics as much as I did when I was, you know, 12 years old. I just bought the a graphic novel Damned, which is Batman. Oh, oh, the uh, fucking the like awesome rated dude. One, right? It's crazy, man. It's uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but uh, it, uh, I haven't read the whole thing, you know, for you know, I've got a nine-year-old, seven-year-old podcast, a full-time job. I got to keep my wife happy and everything, but, you know, try to get those moments where you can actually, you know, digest the stuff that you like. Oh man, it's so good, dude. Like the, so far I'm about maybe a third of the way in, just the story already has grabbed me, but the art is incredible, man. Like incredible. I'm, I'm blanking on the artist. Do you, do you know who off by hand? Nah, I don't. And unfortunately, I couldn't even run upstairs right now to grab, yeah, yeah. you know, because uh, the kids have made the living room into a huge, like, jungle <laughs> gym kind of cave area. And they got a buddy coming over to do, uh, you know, a little hang tomorrow after school. They're like, Dad, is there any way we can keep this cool fort in the living room? I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. I don't have to. Yeah, so yeah that's wicked yeah that's wicked yeah i haven't read that one yet but um, yeah it's really good man so far so far so good yeah yeah it's great what what, how do you compare like comics when you were younger to now uh well now i guess i probably read more graphic novel stuff right yeah than than actual series like i don't uh i don't read any series in particular i'll grab a comic here or there or something like that but i don't i'm not like regular subscribe to it you know going to the comic book store but man i used to do that a ton as a kid like there was times dude um, and i'm not kidding you where that's what my goal in life was to own a comic book store slash sports memorabilia place. Oh, really? That's how much I was into it as a kid, man. Kind of like Taz. Do you ever go there? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think back to those days and like, you know, it could have, it could have happened. Instead of me doing this podcasting, of course, I worked at C Fox for, and that's one of the, that's where you were saying that, you know, you kind of, became a fan of the podcast was through my time in radio yeah interesting 100 percent. yeah i remember um uh damn i was i i'm trying to i'm blanking on it 
but I think like when I was in high school, sorry if that. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'm 46. <laughs> and what, are you, what are you, like 25 years old? How old no, are you? No, I'm, I'm 31. Yeah, 31. so there you go. Um, but Could almost be my kid, man. Ah. In a bad world for Todd, you could almost be my kid. <laughs> that'd be a that'd like be 15, 16 world. year old, man. Like, imagine having a kid at 16. Oh my God. I had buddies actually that had kids at 16. Oh, really? Yeah. Kids are already now, they're like, you know, they're old dudes, man. 25. That's like, I didn't really become scared of that when I was a teenager. I'm scared of it now, though. Really? I'm no kids? Yeah, yeah, like it freaks the fuck out of me out. Dude, it's real, man. Shit gets real. Yeah. Uh, like to have a kid is is a obviously a huge huge step, right? To have the second is you think it would just be double the work, but it's not. It's just like it becomes insanity. I couldn't even imagine three kids. I've got buddies that have like three, four kids. How the fuck do you do that? How do you do that? I I can barely handle myself. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I, I have a hard enough time uh, just remaining my own insanity, like being in my own head. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't imagine trying to maintain um, like a creative passion or anything. Right. So I, like for real, like you're killing it, like having uh, this podcast and the kids, family life, all that stuff. Well, oh, it's it's time management, man. It's like juggling in a big way, man. Like, like I, I, you know, there's some days not complaining at all because i'm you know i wouldn't do it if i didn't love it but there's some days where i'll work you know i'll go to bcit and i'll be there nine to three three thirty whatever come home make dinner or just hang out or or whatever my wife will make dinner or whatever and just kind of hang out with the kids and stuff and you know bedtime comes seven seven thirty maybe read a story you know kind of help with that end of things And, and then there's some nights where like three four nights of the week where i'll come down here and you know maybe puff a little bit of a J and (laughs) <laughs> kind of get into the zone and and really dial shit in and be here from you know eight till one two in the morning man three four nights a week right like that uh, it's got to get done sometime man and and this then for what i'm doing you know i'm I'm actually marketing this thing like you would if it was a radio station yeah uh you know i'm very aggressive on social media like if if anybody that's listening isn't following me you know maybe there's a reason why they're not following me but they're like dude it's too much like you're and i get it you know, like I'm 200 tweets a day, but there's a lot of shit that I need to yeah. push out there. But you, you know what? That's very interesting because I talk to a lot of people that are worried that they're going to be annoying right. online if they're like pushing. And it's the same thing like emailing to reach out to an editor or, or something. Right. It's like you, you just got to fucking do it. You have to do it, man. Yeah. You, you have to do it. And you have to be non-apologetic about 100%. it. 100%. Yeah like for me like i can't really talk about it right now but i got um in this week that is we're currently recording the um right i got on the phone with an editor that i've been emailing consistently for like a year year and a half Mm -hmm. just because i'm not afraid of being annoying right at all it's just like you just gotta fucking do it and it's the same thing with social media reach you gotta do it and you can't apologize for doing it. Dude, let, let me let me show you something here. Yeah. While, while I while I got you in studio. I'm just digging into my um my guest follow-ups. Can you see that? 293. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's 293 guests that I need to follow up with. Uh, and then there's like hopeful sponsorship because there's some people that I would like to work with. Which is that still even that's 130. That's like a, you know, I don't go away. 
I'm, you know, yeah. let's, let's work together, get on my podcast. Let's be a guest. Like that drive, you know, I don't, I don't know that you can teach that. No, no. You know? And it's, you know, like before I walked through the door here, yeah. I was referencing Dan Botch. That's right. The face plants. Yep. And, uh, love that band. Same mentality. Yeah. And, and you see them progressing because of that mentality pretty soon they're going to bypass a lot of people and, and you're right like you can't teach it no it's yeah it's something embedded in you and and yeah passion just can't be taught to that extent subscribe on itunes at toddcast podcast take it in the stride i know but i don't want to take it slow tell me i'm gonna die Tell me what could be worth Oh, I've been walking around there Long before my head hit the dirt Tell me what could be worth Oh, I've been thinking about this so long I look right through the earth Tell me what could be worth Oh, killing time Spending it like it's so no
The Toddcast Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. The next time you're surfing around online, try and steer clear of those garbage comments to pretty much anything and everything. Those trolls find a way to chirp off, you name it, no one, nothing is safe. Pearl Jam, the name alone, 32 million albums sold, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rolling Stone magazine puts them number eight on their top 10 live acts all-time issue. Giants. And they release a new album this Friday. It's called Gigaton. Legacy aside, Pearl Jam has been done for years. Guys, read the room. Nobody cares anymore. Sorry, everything on the new album sounds like a ripoff of someone from the 80s. <laughs> new drinking game. Every time they rip themselves off, drink. That's a lot of drinking. Do you think you'll be going to the theater to check out the live-action Mulan? It's coming this weekend, and despite not really being a fan of the live-action idea, the trailer looks pretty good, right? Dear Hollywood, come on, enough. We don't want your remakes and reboots. Signed, everyone. How many W's should I put in yawn? I want to get this tweet to Disney just right. This movie is needed, like Trump needs another four years in office. And the LPGA's first major is just a couple of days away. March 26th goes till April 1st at Mission Hills Country Club in Rancho Mirage, California. What a name. Let's see them play around like my friends do. A beer and a joint every three holes. Maybe then I'd watch. No thanks. I'd rather watch my jackass neighbor yell at the annoying kids across the street. Golf sucks. This is literally TV hell. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Good Times Gin and Tonics. Putting the GTs back in the GNT. Check out goodtimesdrinks.com.
That's a new song for Showcore. They are back at it. And the song is called Lost in Austin. I'd be willing to bet that you're going to see that one live next month. Again, assuming that we're back in business and the BC government gives the okay to building gatherings again. On Friday, April 24th, Showcore at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe for their The Aging Youth album release party. This is going to be a great night. Toddcast Podcast, Friday Nights, Volume 33, Showcore, Under the Mountain, and Crash Rebels, just 10 bucks in advance right now through myshowpass.com. It's 15 bucks at the door. Show starts at 9 o'clock. We'll go late. This is going to be an absolute banger. Hopefully you can make it out to that. You heard a band called Holy Tokes. Their song was called Killin' Time, and they were supposed to play this Friday, March 27th, at the Railway, downtown Vancouver, but coronavirus. We'll get those guys rescheduled at a later date Cannot wait to see what they're all about in the live setting. Of course, that's what it's all about. Looking forward to next week, we're doing a themed podcast. We're talking binge watching. 12 guests will share what they've been watching. And I personally, I think it's great to hear what other people are watching, get some ideas on the next binge run. They're not on next week's podcast. It's more of a way to tease what you're going to hear for next week. But check out what Theory of a Dead Man singer Tyler Connolly was watching when he called up. Yeah, there's a new uh, Bloodline is coming out with yeah. the second season. You watch that? Oh, dude, yeah, man. That's such a great show, hey? I love that actor. The, the main guy, the guy yeah. that, uh, um, uh, what's his name? In the, uh, was also in the uh, the football show there, too, as well. can't remember what his name is. Right, right, right. I can't remember his name, but. Killer actor. Um, he's the brother, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that show's good. I always tell people about that. But um, I'm trying to think what else I've been watching on Netflix. There's this new show called The Fall. You should check that out. Okay. It's with the girl from uh, X-Files. What's her name? Gillian Anderson? Yeah. Oh, did you read Probably that like, uh, the other day that uh, somebody uh, mocked up some poster of um, uh, Gillian Anderson being the next James Bond? So she throws it out on Twitter <laughs> and she's like, uh, hashtag next Bond. Uh, just call me Jane. Jane Bond. <laughs> <laughs> now you never know, man. What do you think of you a female uh, James Bond? Not a bad idea. Well, I, I don't mind it. I yeah. think that problem is that people uh well historians you know, are gonna freaking lose their mind yeah i think people expect it to be a certain kind of someone brought up idris elba, elba. i thought he, yeah. he would be badass talking about the rumor of idris elba as james bond there to give you a bit of an idea of how long ago tyler was a guest of the podcast that goes back next week 
Binge watching. What are you watching lately? You'll hear from 12 past podcast guests. Wanted to give a big thanks to this week's guests as well. Former Slayer drummer and current Dead Cross suicidal Mr. Bungle, The Misfits, drummer Dave Lombardo. Dude, huge fan over the years. Thank you for being as cool as I'd hoped you'd be. Appreciate you taking the time to join us here in Vancouver. My brother from another mother, Mr. Tequila. Always great to hang in studio and shoot the shit. And same to writer and artist Kelly Brack, a great hang indeed. Time does fly, doesn't it? Thank you for being a guest, man. And that's going to do it for episode 219. My name is Todd Hancock. Again, thank you so much for listening and being part of the podcast. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends about us. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen most, I guess. Comment and rate the podcast. Again, a simple search of Toddcast podcast. You'll find everything. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca's homepage. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. There's contact info at the homepage. Maybe we'll hang out, have a beer, have a coffee and see what's up. Till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark ToddHancock.ca.